time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday, your best look ahead at the weekend sport with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, following last week's defeat of Hearts, the Dons look to make it an Edinburgh double as Hibs come north tomorrow afternoon. We'll have the rest of the weekend action and, of course, as ever, the predictor. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. But Andrew, it should be an absolute belter tomorrow. Oh, without question. I mean, it was a good performance last Friday night to see off Hearts, but Hibs will be a much sterner uh, challenge for Aberdeen tomorrow. But, you know, we have beaten them twice out of the three times that we've faced them this season. Gary Mackay, Stephen, loves playing against them by the looks of things, having scored four goals in two games against the High Bees. So it's one that everybody should really be looking forward to. Hibs have sold out their mm. allocation, Dave, and uh, it, it's good weather predicted, so it should be an almost, if not full, house tomorrow absolutely it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere and hopefully a fantastic game and certainly it's got all the all the ingredients are there for a, a, a brilliant match as for the game itself well Derek McInnes expects a, a difficult one just uh, uh, looking forward to the game I think we're in good form as a team I think we're top of the form in the league table the last six games won five um, lost one we've been very strong at home of late um, as we have done most seasons um, and looking forward to the game I think we've attacked the the, the post-split fixtures well 2-0 two, two victories very convincing and we look forward to this one obviously it's a, a, another huge game um, you know Hibs supporters have done their bit and uh, selling their allocation I'm sure Aberdeen supporters will be doing something similar and they'll be close to a full house here. The weather will be good, the pitch is better, two good teams playing head-to-head, so you know, there's no tension, just excitement and really looking forward to it. And just really, Andrew, keeping up the, the form we showed last uh, a week ago tonight... Yeah, I mean, uh, it, as I said earlier, it was a convincing victory against Hearts, but Hibs are a, a different kettle of fish. That we certainly will miss Kenny McLean uh, tomorrow because he's been a pivotal figure in Aberdeen's season. But it's an opportunity for somebody else to come in and shine. And, you know, Hibs, they're... Their away form isn't 100% convincing. They've only lost twice away from home to Celtic and to Aberdeen, but they've drawn a couple of times at St Johnston, at Dundee, at Hamilton, at Ross County, bottom six sides that they haven't managed to beat. So, uh, And Neil Lennon talking about it's a game we can't afford to lose uh, because that would mean that Aberdeen goes six points ahead. Will they come up with a slightly negative attitude? We'll see. Well, the atmosphere, though, mm-hmm. will be second to none, I'm sure. Dave. And if the Aberdeen play like they did the last... Last time Hibs visited in the league, uh, we shouldn't have any problems. Yeah, magnificent performance, uh, 4-1. Um, GMS was in majestic majestic form that day, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I, I really can't wait for the game, uh, to be honest. Uh, Ryan Christie, we've been speaking to him pre-match. He says this really promises to be an entertaining encounter. Both teams are very free-flowing right now, especially us and Hibs going going forward. So, you know, um, I won't put it past me and play goals on Saturday, but uh, I think both... Both our victories um, against them have, have, have also come with us playing very, very well tactically and, and maintaining our shape and stopping their um, stopping them when they're where they're strong. So, you know, we'll be looking to do that as well. Um, you know, I think down there probably, even though we we played very well up here, down there was one of our best performances this season in terms of you know scoring a good goal and then you know being a complete unit um, for the for the whole of the second half. So. 
um, you know, we take confidence from that. We'll look back at clips and, and see how you know we, we managed to stop them before, and hopefully take that into Saturday. And Dave, it's unusual at this stage of the season to have three teams with it all in their own hands to finish in that runners-up spot to Celtic. Yeah, it's it's a thrilling end to the season for you know for the neutrals. It's 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 absolutely brilliant. Um, as Aberdeen fans, I'm sure we would much rather that it had been business as usual and Aberdeen had got second place nailed down already. Uh, but there's a there's a real battle on. It's a it's a fascinating fight. It could go to the final uh, kick of the season. Derek McInnes though, he's really determined. Uh, real steely determination here. He's got no intention of letting go of second place. Both teams have uh, got good individual players and. If they get on top, then they can uh, they can demonstrate their abilities and uh, and make it difficult for any opposition. We're hoping to we can follow up in the last couple of victories we've had. Uh, I think we've been strong individually. Um, for two clean sheets and scoring goals, and that gives us the the confidence and the um, the, the feeling that we can go in and do something similar. So it's uh, it'll be I expect it to be tight. To be honest, I think there'll be a lot riding in the game, um, but we are uh, very proud of the fact we've been the second best team in the country the last few seasons, and uh, and we want to be exactly that again this year. It's in every club's hands of the three, but uh, Aberdeen in pole position with three points clear, Andrew, and also two home games back-to-back. Well, that's that's absolutely true, Dave. Um, Yes, you can look at the Rangers game on Tuesday night and say, well, Rangers have beaten us every time. Hibs beat us last time. But as Dave mentioned, there's a steely determination about Aberdeen now. And one of the big things in their favour is the fact that the Pataudry playing surface is so much better and they can play their natural game of football uh, because... You know, without any question, they were affected when the, the the pitch wasn't in great nick. But no excuses tomorrow. Go out there, do your stuff, and you can win that game and the one on Tuesday. And it showed the the way the the, the boys were knocking the ball about last Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Some some of the football was uh, you know great to watch, as Andrew said. Pitch was was much much better, but all this uh, intrigue and excitement um, it just adds to the mix, doesn't it? Ryan Christie says it's going to be an exciting run in. Obviously, always a good thing kind of going in the end of the season with such big games, and um, you know it's good for everyone across the whole of Scottish football, really. So, um, again, we're looking forward to. Um, obviously, I think you know it's a bit of. Um, Bit of cliche, but you've just got to take it one game at a time, and it starts with, with Hibs on Saturday. And um, yeah, like you said, such a massive game, and they've done they've done very well this season, and you know, got many accolades for their for the football they're playing. So um, obviously, it'll be a very tough game, but we're still very confident that um, going into these last very important games that we can hopefully um, take second place. His form shaded off a wee bit recently, uh, Dave, but we will miss Ryan Christie. Yeah, we certainly will. He's he's been uh, absolutely fantastic uh, over the last uh, 18 months or so. Um, He's really determined to end his time at Aberdeen on a high. It comes down to these two games and I need to hopefully do as much as I can um, to help help the club in those two games and um, you know I'm sure it'll be over like that and and um, you know I'll definitely miss my time up in Aberdeen but um, yeah obviously frustrating not being able to, to play against Celtic I'm pretty used to that now over the course of the last 18 months but um, yeah obviously like I said as well it's, it's, it's brilliant that the two games I've got left are probably the two biggest games of our season so um, really looking forward to them.
It'll be interesting to see. I mean, Ryan may well come in for for Kenny, depending on how the manager wants to change things, Andrew. Well, of course, last week Ryan did have to wait in the bench uh, to get his opportunity to get a run out. Uh, So that was maybe in the manager's thinking last week that uh, Ryan will be the man to take over from Kenny. I've no doubt that um, Ryan will give 110%, as he always has done, wearing a red shirt uh, or a blue shirt or any other colour shirt when he's got an Aberdeen badge on it um, during his time here and uh, you know he's got a big part to play tomorrow because you know he's going to be up against the likes of John McGinn one of his teammates ironically Scott Allen uh, who's on loan of course at Hibs and uh, possibly Dylan McGeeach and he'll want to show why he is playing for Scotland and a couple of these others aren't Yeah it's all about the utilising the squad isn't it Dave? Yeah, it, it, it is, uh, most certainly. And one player who's put down a very strong um, claim, I would have thought, for a, for a starting place is, is big uh, Sam Cosgrove. Uh, really impressive uh, against Hearts. Played a huge role in uh, in that victory. Very unlucky not to, to score himself. Uh, we asked the manager if Cosgrove will keep his place. Everybody's got a part to play, you know, and I, and I said I gave my reasons for starting, Sam. Um, against Hearts um, and I think he, he justified his selection which is good um, I think he's young we don't expect too much of him but he's got a role to play um, and uh, not to do his confidence no harm I think when you come into a club it's, you want to try and prove yourself and prove your worth and um, and uh, he, he certainly took a step forward there in the game on Friday night but you know it's another game uh, we'll look at the opposition as we do and if uh, whoever's selected has got a role to play it'll be They'll be well clear of a role within the team and hopefully we can deliver that performance. And a convoluted way of uh, the gaffer saying he's giving nothing away as to what the team is likely to, to be tomorrow. But uh, bearing in mind your own thoughts, guys, who, Andrew, is your one to watch in red tomorrow afternoon? Well, the guy that I mentioned is, is having scored four goals against Hibs already this season, Gary Mackay-Steven. He was excellent against Hearts last week. Superb goal that he scored. And I think he can carry that form into this game again. Against uh, a hip side who defensively I'm not too sure about. They're, they're solid some days, but when you've got an F.A. Ambrose in that defence, anything can happen. And I've never been convinced by Marciano as a goalkeeper, yeah. so I fancy GMS to show his full range of skills again tomorrow. And he was really on fire last Friday. He was saying that the, the pitch was so much better, that the, the players had the confidence to take the ball and know so, it, it So was important going to go. for the yep. ball carriers that they know that when they run with the ball, it's not going to be bobbling all over the place, that they can they can actually take their eye off the ball to have a look to, to see where other players are instead of having to try and work out where the ball's going to be bobbling off to. Okay, you're one to watch, Dave? Well, we've heard from him already, Dave. Uh, Ryan Christie, he's only got two games left for Aberdeen and how he would love to really go out with a bang and help them uh, nail down second place. Yeah, and just as we're talking about players, this disappointing for Scott McKenna. I think he would have been a worthy winner of the S- uh, PFA Scotland Young Player of the Year. Yeah, he was up against a, a stellar opponent in the shape of Kieran Tierney. It's maybe one of those that, uh, you know, I think I saw somebody say it should be for an emerging player rather than young player uh, in which case Scott McKenna would have waltzed it but uh, it's absolutely no disgrace to lose out to Kieran Tierney No, he's certainly had some season well we've heard from the Aberdeen camp let's hear from the Hibs manager Neil Lennon If you tell me there's a big crowd going then it speaks volumes for how well we're doing you know um, it's a long way to go for a game and we're playing against a very good side so 
Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to the game, but we know how difficult Aberdeen, particularly at home, can be. Can we finish best of the rest? Is it exciting for our fans? Yeah, it is. Is it exciting for me and the players? Yeah, it is. Because it's our first season back and they have performed unbelievably well. So I'm not bothered about... Listen, you know me, I like to win. But there has to be a realism about it. And um, if we can finish second, it would be an incredible achievement for a team that's just loaded. This is North Sound 1's Red Friday. We'll continue our build-up after you. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. It's time to talk dogs. Stand free with North Sound 1's Red Friday. This is North Sound One's Red Friday. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me as ever, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. Well, it's a predictor time now. First of all, last week's results, and you can probably tell there's a certain smugness uh, in my uh, voice here. Mm. Uh, Andrew and Dave, you both scored three each. The Red Army scored six, and I managed nine. Ooh. So, Andrew is back where he has been for most of the season that's at the bottom with 118 I've got 119 Dave 121 Red Army 125 so and, and we're going to have uh, an extra round for the midweek games mm. next week as well so uh, all up for grabs it is all up for grabs so um, looking ahead uh, we've got uh, Willie Miller none, nonetheless uh, doing the, the predictions for the Red Army I'm sure Willie will get uh, 18 out of 18 or whatever is, is it 18? yes it is yeah. so, well um, done Dave 6 times 3 is 18 6 times 3 but no, let's it's a start long time game. since you were at school uh, indeed very long time Partick <laughs> against Ross County Andrew um it's a really tight one, this, but I just think that Partick having home advantage could put possibly the final nail in the Ross County coffin. I see it being very, very tight. 1-0 Partick Thistle. Dave? I'm going for 1-1. One, one. And I've gone for Partick 2, Ross County nil. Dave, Dundee against Hamilton. Well, Dundee should be safe from relegation, but it's by no means certain a defeat could see them uh, in big danger once again, I, I can see nothing but a, another uh, tense encounter at uh, Dens Park and a nil-nil draw. It's uh, the lunchtime kick-off tomorrow. Andrew, how do you see it going? Um, I tend to go along with Dave, but I think there will be a couple of goals and it'll finish 1-1. I've gone 1-1 as well. Motherwell against St Johnston, Andrew. Well, if ever there was a game that had nothing riding on it, it's this one. It's probably the only meaningless fixture of the weekend, but Motherwell do have places in the Scotland Scottish Cup final to play for and I think that will just be enough of an incentive for them to win 2-0 against the Saints OK Dave uh, yet another 1-1 draw for me I've gone 2-0 now um, before we come to Rangers Kilmarnock of course uh, the big news earlier today Stephen Gerrard on a four year contract Dave <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 speechless. Um, I, you know, I I always thought there was a a major element of doubt that you know that this would fall through that Stephen Gerrard would look under the bonnet and he would go, nah, nah, I'm not touching that. But he appears to have been swayed by the promises of the the ever honest and reliable uh, chairman Dave King that there will be lots and lots of money coming his way to uh, bolster uh, the squad. But 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 four years, that's that's astonishing. 
It's a big payout if it uh, it doesn't go well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it could be six months of work for three and a half years of payout, but it's a huge, huge gamble because uh, Stephen Gerrard's got no managerial experience. He's got lots of playing experience, but, you know, being in charge of a a club that size with, as Dave said, the problems under the bonnet that, um, to be honest... I'm sure, have been understated uh, by by those who doubt what's going on at Ibrox. It is a major gamble, but it will certainly shine a, a media spotlight south of the border on the Scottish game, and who knows, that might be good for the Scottish game. Well, Derek McInnes thinks that Stephen Gerrard's arrival will be good for Scottish football. The prospect of you know a global name of Stephen Gerrard coming into the Scottish game can only be uh, seen as a good thing. You know, it's... Um, prefer him if he was a player, you know, because what a player he was, you know, and a uh, fantastic leader of men in, in, at Liverpool and in England, uh, for England. Um, so, obviously, he's taking his first steps in the coaching side of it and maybe into the management side of it, but, you know, I think uh, I think Scottish football at the minute, there's a lot of good and a lot of positivity about it. I think there's a lot of good managers, a lot of high-profile managers, maybe managers that uh, managed at a higher level. Um, and certainly Stephen, if he was to come into it, Stephen Gerrard, um, on the back of his playing career, it would certainly be a, a box office name and it can only help the Scottish game, I'm sure. As for the game tomorrow afternoon, Dave, Rangers against Kilmarnock. Well, this game, it's uh, overshadowed by all the aforementioned Stevie G stuff. Uh, that may lift Rangers tomorrow, but, you know, Kelly knows uh, what it takes to beat them as they've done twice already this season and I think they'll make it three wins over them uh, 2-1 to Kilmarnock Andrew? I think it'll be a a share of the spoils there which to be honest would suit Aberdeen I'm going to go 1-1 I've gone 1-1 and the final game on Sunday lunchtime is Hearts against Celtic Andrew? Well if you remember last time uh, Celtic travelled to Tynecastle they were absolutely slaughtered 4-0 and that will still rankle with them and I think they'll exact a fair bit of revenge against Craig Levine's side. Not 4, but 3-0. Dave? 2-0 uh, Celtic. I've gone 2-1 Celtic. So let's get the views of the Red Army this week, represented by Willie Miller. Let's start with Friday. Partick play Ross County. Well, you've got two struggling teams, haven't you? A very nervous affair. If Partick could take advantage of the fact that they're at home, then I think it would probably be them in the playoff. I think you know, one will get relegated and one will be in the playoff uh, place. Having watched them throughout the season, that's probably where they deserve to be. A draw wouldn't su- surprise me, but I would go for probably a Partick victory by the odd goal. OK, 1-0 one, one maybe? 1-0. One 1-0. One uh, Saturday games now, uh, Dundee against Hamilton. That's a tough one. It is, but you know what? I, I think I think Dundee are good enough to take that one. Dundee are a good side, actually. When they play, when I've watched them play, they've definitely got players. And I, I think they'll win, and I think... I don't think it'll be a big margin, but I would go for 2-1 to Dundee. 2-1 to Dundee. Uh, Motherwell face St Johnston. Well, two teams that got nothing to play for, you know. I, I honestly don't want to be there. I don't want to watch the spectacle. Uh, it's going to be a draw, isn't it? And if you get goals out of it, then you're lucky. 1-1. One, one. Uh, Rangers against Kilmarnock. There's there's a lot of uh, <laughs> underlying issues there. <laughs> oh, where do you go with that one? Um, you've got to fancy Kilmarnock. I watched them against uh, Hibs. It was a magnificent game. Uh, defensively very poor, but Offensively fantastic from both sides. Um, I would fancy uh, Kamara, who's got a good results against the Rangers this season, to, to take that one. You know, and it could even be by a couple of goals, 2 0. Aberdeen face Hibs on paper. What a cracking game. Yeah, no, it should be. Um, 
Aberdeen have found their form again after you know coming through a, a sticky patch, not really firing on all cylinders. Uh, but Hibs were fabulous, and they have been fabulous recently against Celtic, against Kilmarnock. Oh, it would be difficult to to to, uh, to to bet against Hibs, but I'm going to bet against them. Um, I, I think it will be a, a, a scoring win for Aberdeen, two one. Two one, and finally Hearts tackle Celtic. Yeah, well, again, Celtic, uh, not to play for, but they're very professional. I still think Celtic will, will pip them. Uh, will there be goals? I think there will be goals. 2 nothing for Celtic. And finally, our predictions for the big one, Aberdeen Hibs, Andrew. Um, I just get the feeling that we could win by a slightly bigger margin. Willie's tipping. I'm going to go 3-1 to Aberdeen. Dave? Um, well, like I've mentioned earlier, a, a, a cracking uh, encounter in prospect. Hibs have played some outstanding football, but the Dons know that victory would all but end uh, the High Bees' hopes of second place. A close one, and I'm, I'm also going to go for 2-1 to the Dons. OK, I've gone for Aberdeen 2, Hibs 0. And uh, talking of Willie Miller, he's involved in an event uh, next week. Yeah, in seven days' time, it'll be uh, 35 years since uh, Glory in Gothenburg and a, and a great night of nostalgia uh, to look forward to at Pitodri Stadium. There's going to be a lot of the uh, the Gothenburg greats are going to uh, reassemble. And uh, on the musical side, they've even managed to get hold of uh, the guy who was DJ in 1983 at Champers and Villas to play some top pop tunes uh, from 1983 and if you check out our social media next week for details uh, of a competition uh, we'll uh, show you how you can win tickets uh, for the event. Okay and here's uh, Willie give us a wee clue as to what it's all about It's given a little bit of insight into things that happen round about the game as well you know it's not too often that uh, all the lads get together and most of the lads are, uh, are going to be there there'll be plenty there to chat about there'll be plenty uh, memories uh, coming forward and you know I think it gives us a great opportunity to get together but it gives the fans um, another chance at Pitaudry as well because you know it looks as though Pitaudry is going to be a thing of the past and the not too distant future and uh, it's also a big weekend for Cove Rangers, Andrew. It certainly is. Uh, they've got the the pyramid. Well, the pyramid playoff has been taken care of because they, they beat uh, Spartans five two on aggregate. Now they've got the chance to play against Cowden Beath to see who's going to be in League Two next season. And manager John Sheeran isn't sure that Cowden Beath should be getting the second chance. Any team finishing bottom of the league. Um, Two years in a row, there should be questions asked as to whether they should be getting a second chance at all. If they're getting a second chance by playing us, you know, that's the rules. But um, they'll be a proud club, there'll be a manager and players that are, are hurting from where they finished this year. So we, we are expecting them to go and fight for their lives and um, we'll be doing the same. We would be history makers for the Highland League and being the first team that's played their way into the Scottish League. But, you know, it's still all to do. It's going to be tough on Saturday, but um, we, we've got confidence in the players we trust the players that will give us a big performance and if they can get to the levels of last week then we should have uh, no fears good luck to Cove good luck to Peterhead who hold a 1-0 lead going into the second leg in their semi-final playoff against Stirling Albion that's your lot remember Dons against Hibs tomorrow afternoon kick off at 3 o'clock see you next week Red Friday with ESWL a local procurement company with a global client base it's not Zone 1's Red Friday